0: Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcaster. I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, and you're like, who's this lady either on the screen or this woman in my ears? Uh, I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of of NPL Consulting, LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like getting your articles of incorporation with the state, making sure you have um, uh, your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, getting contract templates for clients and partners so you don't get left holding the bag, brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas, and hiring and training strategies so that you um, Don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of these things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney. Um, Have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas and if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So um yeah, so that's why I'm here. So if you're in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for some guidance, you're like, I don't know where to start or this stuff is confusing me. This is what I do. Paperwork is my art. So, um, hello, milk, Mu- M- Malik, and Mu- M- Malik music. Um, yeah. So connect with me. The best way to do that is to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you're a first time client, if you're not a first time client, you can book yourself a talk to me Tuesday session for $25. Uh, um, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast because you're not going to make every episode. So you can catch up at your leisure. Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also uh, where you can get my digital products like my ebooks and my video training. So this month we've been focusing on nonprofits. Uh, nonprofit organizations. You can pick up my nonprofit entities ebook for nine ninety seven um, right now if you go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, um, and it's also where you can pick up your NPL Legal Dish merch. If you like mugs, if you're a mug collector, you like drinking coffee and tea. It's also a great gift for people. If you like t-shirts, we've got lovely t-shirts in black, white, and navy blue. So, uh, yeah, so Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is where you can um, connect with all things having to do with NPL Consulting, all right? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, so now that we have gone through the business housekeeping, let's go to the show housekeeping, just in case there's someone watching who may be new, this is how the show works. Um, I pull stories from the news, stories from blog sites, stories that you guys send to me, anywhere that I find inspiration and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them so this is a time for you to get involved this is a time for you to ask your questions and give your comments as long as they're respectful um, I will be asking you to give me some uh, emojis to give me some some comments to give me um... some answers in the comment box so keep your hands ready as long as they are available if you're driving just listen you know um, what else <clears throat> yeah so it so this it's more fun when we all participate so you know um, really get into the stories don't be shy this is a welcoming space uh, and you know we're gonna have a good time all right okay so now we can get a started um, our first story has to uh, is should be of interest to any of you frequent travelers or you may not even travel frequently. If you ever had to, you know, go through an airport, uh, you, you've you had to go through TSA, okay? It is something that everybody has to go through, uh, and we all know that it can be a hassle, right? It can take a long time. Um, and TSA uh, has done, has tried for the most part, you know, to streamline the security screening process Um, so much so, um, hey, Trista, yes, you haven't been here for a while, boo, I'm glad you're back. Um, Trista, uh, we're at the beginning of our first story of the evening. When is the last time you went through TSA at the airport? Can you tell me when is the last time you went through TSA at the airport? And while Trista lets us know when's the last time she went through TSA, TSA at the airport, I'm going to continue with the facts. So everybody goes through, you know, the security checkpoints at TSA, and we all know we have the trays that hold our stuff that go through, you know, all along the way. What you may not know is that the, um, the, the, the racks that hold the trays and how they move them around that process is actually patented and T last week. Okay, so this is especially um, relevant to you. You know that when you go through TSA, you have the trays, right? So, t um, the 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 process of the trades, how they go around, where they put them, that entire process is actually patented, and TSA has been in litigation with a Florida company for the last ten years over this system. Um, now, there is a company called Security Point. Again, they they have a patented method for recycling trays, right? Um, They actually were in communications with TSA at one point, but TSA turned down a deal with Security Point, okay? Um, But it was like, you know, they had a meeting. They were like, well, maybe we can work together. TSA said, nah, girl, and then snatched their whole method. So Security Point has been in litigation with TSA for the last 10 years over um, misappropriating their patented trade handling method, okay? And I always tell you guys that nobody is above intellectual property, even the federal government. Remember, TSA is a department of the federal government. And because TSA has been misappropriating and misusing this patented method of handling trays, they owe this Florida company money. How much money do you think this um, security point has been awarded by the court? Trista said that's crazy, right? Look, a patent protects either inventions or a novel way of doing something. So, you know, so different hair methods can be, hair design methods, care methods can be patented, right? So security point, because they patented their their trade handling method, they are owed money by the U.S. government. How much do you think the court has awarded security points, this trade handling company in Florida? Not that much trista bradford, but they they have gotten they have been awarded one hundred and thirty four million dollars for their patent because of the violation of their patent they're getting a hundred and thirty four million dollars from the u s government now I'm sure the u s government is going to appeal or t s a is going to appeal, but at this very point in time, security Point is waiting on a one hundred and thirty four million dollar check hi Hi that Brandon got right. This is why intellectual property is important. Security Point is a tiny little company in Florida, and now they're going to get, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, nine figures from the federal government if things go their way, because they did their due diligence to protect their um, tray handling method. And who even knew that the way that trays are handled at TSA, that that method is patented so never underestimate what you are creating it could it could be very lucrative for you so um yeah, so TSA aka the US government has to um, cough up a hundred and thirty four million dollars which probably means we're gonna have some extra taxes taken out of our checks um but you know this is what this is what happens when you violate um when you violate intellectual property law it doesn't matter who you are. Intellectual property does not care who you are, okay? Um, but what do you think about that award, guys? Do you think that it is too much? Do you think that it is too little? Do you think it is just right? Remember, TSA and Security Point, they have been in litigation for the last 10 years over this tray handling method. Is $134 million an appropriate award for this tray handling company? What do you think? What do you think? Hey, hey, what do you think? Hey, yeah. Trista, I had no clue before today either. I was like, are you serious? This whole, this whole circling of the trays, that whole thing is patented. Wow. Everybody wants to be messaging me while I'm on TV. Okay. Yes. Um. Trista said it should have been more. That Brandon guy, do you have any thoughts About, um, security point, uh, security points award against TSA. Did you know that the handling of the trays, that that method is a patented method? When you go through TSA, you are in the middle of intellectual property. Um... Well, yeah, so I'm sure the U.S. government is going to appeal, but again, but this is still a perfect example that, you know, intellectual property does not care who you are. Trista said, um, this has been 10 plus years in the making. Hello, it's uh, since the other night, it has been 10 years. So I don't think that's, um, that that's unrealistic. Like they've been waiting a long time for this award. Um, that Brandon guy said, didn't realize that should be more because of usage. Okay. So Trista and Brandon, the both of you agree that, um, or agree that, uh, what is it? Security points should have been awarded more from the U S government. Hello, floss up for, um, but yeah, again, the, the, the crux of this story is no one is above intellectual property law, not even the federal government. And now they're going to have to cough up $134 million to a small tray handling uh, company in Florida. All right. Okay. Moving on to our next story of the evening. <coughs> okay. Um, if you remember the, uh, orange person who inhabited the white house, um, prior to January 20th of this year, please give me an orange emoji, an orange fruit emoji. If you remember the 45th, uh, (laughs) they do sincere. If you remember the, uh, 45th, um, inhabitant of the White House who was quite orange, give me an orange emoji. We don't say the name on this show because every time I say the name, my show shut down. My show shuts down when I say this, <laughs> that Brandon guy said those memories were purged. <laughs> Trista just wrote orange. Okay. All right. But y'all remember who I'm talking about, right? Well, y'all remember how he got kicked off the internet? He can't get on Facebook. He can't get on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, um, what's it called? Pinterest told, told him to, uh, kick rocks, um, we all know that he has not been allowed back on social media, right? Um, so the the former Grand Cheeto uh decided to um I did not see what his son did since thirty nine. Talking about the co head, um, whose eyes are always like <laughs> um but yeah. So we all know that he's been kicked off the internet essentially. Um and to, because he can't get on anybody's platform, he's decided to build his own social media platform, so recently, um, uh, the Donald, or whatever you want to call him, um, came out with a social media platform, or said that he's coming out with a social media platform that is going to be called Truth, it's called Truth Social, okay, um, the audacity, um, And, of course, he has his attorneys trademarking the name of this social media platform, Truth Social. But not only are they trademarking the name of this social media platform, they're trying to trademark several other words, such as truthing, read truth, follow the truth, and post a truth. So, uh, hold on. Since and I said he made some shirts that he is selling. The shirt says, Guns Don't Kill Alec Baldwin. Are you serious? You have, Send me that in the DMs, because I did not see that. Um, but getting back to this story. So along with try- trademarking the name of this new social media platform that is probably going to be full of incels and, you know, um, racists, uh, he is also having his attorneys trademark the words or, you know, but these, these are made up words. They're not even in the dictionary, but the words truthing, "retruth," truth follow the truth and post a truth. Um, uh, are, do any of you plan on joining this new social media platform, Truth Social? Are any of you burning to hear what he might have to say after these many months of being banned from, you know, the internet basically? Um, now, while I find this individual, um, despicable and, you know, I wouldn't spit on him if he was on fire, um, you have to, I, you have to, you know, appreciate the fact that he understands the power of branding and he is, you know, put, um, you know, doing his best to brand this new social media platform. That Brandon guy said, "Nah, okay, me too." Look, I won't I even download TikTok. What makes you think I'm going to download this one? Um, but yeah, so if you guys see some some phrases out there coming out like "truthing," "retruth," "follow the truth," and "post the truth," just know that they uh, they are the machinations of the former inhabitant of um, the White House. Okay. And if any of you guys sign up for, um, hold on, Trista Bradford said, let's see what the Aryan Nation has to say. Ooh, girl, no. No, I'll pass. Um, <laughs> look, if one of y'all is brave enough to, you know, uh, set up a profile on this new social media app, just let me know what's going on. I don't want to be on it, but you know, just let me know what's going on in there, right? Okay, just kidding. Um, <clears throat> yes. Um, yes. But before we, uh, okay, so that's that story. Anybody have any questions about that, about um, the, the new social media platform or about the new trademark? Does anybody have questions about the TSA um, the, the TSA story? If you do have questions, now is your time to ask. Um, before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind any newcomers that you are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts, Using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, I'm here for you. Um, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, and let's get you on, you know, the road to legitimacy today. Um, book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. Um, you'll see the button. I think it's the fifth one down says book your one-on-one session. If you're a first time client, you can book a free 15 minute session. Okay. So looking forward to hearing from you. Oh, also at forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, be sure to download the free biz launch cheat sheet. It is a 16-page ebook that I have written for you. It's completely free, and it will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Alright? Okay. Okay. Um moving on to our next story of the evening. If you have ever watched Rick and Morty, if you have ever watched Rick and Morty, give me... Give me the the scientist emoji. If you've ever watched Rick and Morty, if you've heard of Rick and Morty, give me the scientist emoji or some type of science emoji. Because we all know... Well, okay, so here's the thing. I don't know who's Rick and who's Morty, But the side that you know, the older guy is the scientist. So if you've ever watched Rick and Morty, give me wait. Oh no, the older guy has to be Rick because he's pickle Rick. Okay, yes, give me the scientist emoji if you've watched Rick and Morty. (laughs) Okay, Rick and Morty. If you don't know, it is um, it's an it's an an thank you that Brandon guy. It's an animated show. I guess you could call it adult animation because. Grandpa does have a drinking problem. Um, but it's very popular. Uh, (laughs) thank you, Sincere39. Um, it's very popular. And, um, I remember I watched it one time and there's one episode that stuck with me and that just, and it was, it caught fire everywhere. I remember at one point on the internet, everybody was screaming out pickle Rick. And I was like, what is Pickle Rick? And then I finally watched Rick and Morty and I saw the Pickle Rick episode. Did, has anybody seen the Rick and Morty Pickle Rick episode? If you have, give me a thumbs up. Um, For those who have not seen it, basically the grandpa, he turns himself into a pickle and is like fighting bad guys. Um, But if you've seen the Pickle Rick episode, give me a thumbs up or give me a pickle, okay? Um. And while you guys do that, so, uh, you know, Rick and Morty, they're out here. They're popular. People love them. And the creators are trying to do... Thank you, that Brandon guy. You've seen the episode. You haven't seen it since here. All right. And the creators of the show are plan- apparently are planning to do some expansions. Um, apparently, there is a Rick and Morty video game that is on its way out. And in pursuit of that game, the creators of Rick and Morty have been trademarking the names of their characters. So they have trademarked Pickle Rick. They have trademarked Mr. Meeseeks. I don't know who that is, but they've also trademarked you know, Rick and Morty for their video game. So um, the creators of Rick and Morty are laying down the intellectual property foundation for a Rick and Morty video game. Would any of you be interested in playing a Rick and Morty video game? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would I would be interested to play the game just so I could play as Pickle Rick. <laughs> okay. Um, let me know. Is anybody interested in a Rick and Morty video game? Um, excuse me. That Brandon guy said, "Do you think they got some sort of permission from Back to the Future?" Um. Why would they need permission from Back to the Future? again, I've watched Rick I've watched Rick and Morty here and there. I'm not a faithful watcher, so I would need you to explain the correlation. Um, since Ethan and gave me a thumbs up, you'd be interested in the video game, okay? I'm waiting for that Brandon guy to connect the dots for me between Back to the Future and Pickle Rick. Um, <clears throat> Doc and Doc. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. You know, I, I didn't even think about that. Maybe who knows? I don't, but I think that, you know, it it diverges far enough away from back to the future that it may just at best be considered a parody. Right. Um, but that is a good question. I'll have to look that up. Um, Okay, so good luck to uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, Maybe this is one video game I'll actually play. Okay, and uh, our last story of the evening that we are talking about. um, If you have ever owned Doc Martin shoes, if you have ever owned any kind of Doc Martin shoes, please give me a boot emoji. If you have ever owned any kind of Doc Martin shoe, please give me a boot emoji, okay? And while I'm waiting for those emojis, um, also if you have ever ordered from Shein, S-H-E-I-N, give me, uh... Just give me an S and no, give me a star in the comments. If you have ordered from she in since 39 had a pair of doc Martins. Okay. All right. Well, um, is that a boot? Okay. Yes. So, uh, since had a pair of doc Martins, <coughs> I didn't have doc Martens, but you know, I appreciated the aesthetic. Um, all right. So, and then those of you, if you've ever ordered from she in, give me a star emoji. Or if you've heard of Shein, if you didn't know, Shein is an online um, an, an online retailer that's basically on pace to outdo Amazon. Um, but yes, um, you can get pretty much any any clothing item at least on there. Uh, I think you can get shoes too. Since the other said said skinheads wear them. Okay, well, I guess I won't be wearing Doc Martens. Um, that branding guy. Okay, you've never ordered from Shein. It's cool. Shein is one of those fast fashion online retailers. It's like, it's like Fashion Nova with a smaller budget, right? Um, you can get anything you need and, and super cheap. Um, and they are known for, you know, where you can get lower cost versions of. Yeah, where you can get lower-cost versions of, you know, high-end clothing, right, Um, including shoes, and this is what brings us to uh, Doc Martin's, um, well, Shein is like Amazon, I would say Amazon fashion, you can get mostly clothes and shoes, Um, but I was just reading something today that Shein is outpacing Amazon in sales, so it must be sales and clothes. Um, cause the stuff is cheap on there. It's super cheap. Um, yes. But, uh, going back to Shein and Doc Martens. Hello, Kells Butter. Um, Doc Martens has a particular boot. I'm actually going to pull up the picture for you guys. Give me a moment. Okay. Um, I want you guys to take a look at these two, sho- two, two boots on the screen. Instagram, you can't see it. Um, I mean, not Instagram, Facebook, you can't see it. Um, I'm going to try. Actually, no. Um, you can see it if you go look at my stories on Facebook, okay? But Instagram, you can see that the shoes right here. The shoe on the left is Doc Martin's shoe. The shoe on the right is the She In shoe. Doc Martin is suing. Oh, you don't have it, um, Trista? Okay. Doc Martin is suing She In for. Trademark um, design infringement because Doc Martin does protect the designs of their shoes. They're known for, you know, um, heavy duty boots. Um, <clears throat> uh, and and since Heather none said there were other boots similar back in the day, they may have been similar, but how many of them got their designs protected, right? Doc Martin went through the trouble of getting their particular design protected, so they do have a design trademark, and they are suing she in for trademark infringement, for design infringement for this other boot that they have, so I wanted to know from you guys, you know, as people who shop, whether you thought they were too close for comfort, and all of you were saying that it's too close. Now, when I did the voting, I want to say one or two people said it wasn't, but most of you also said that the boots are way too similar, okay? So Doc Martens is not out here playing with Shein. Um, Oh, Cynthia and I said, no, I'm just saying that they've been putting up with this. Have they been putting up with it or have they been, you know, putting out little fires as they can, you know? Um, and the thing is Shein has got, it has gotten a lot of traction. It's one thing if you're a small company that no one's heard from, but I see ads for Shein all over Facebook. I know so many people who order from there, um, you know, and they may be a major competitor to Doc Martin because the shoes are so similar, right? Um, but yeah, so Shein, so Doc Martin is suing Shein for trademark infringement. So, I, and I wanted to know from you guys whether you thought the shoes were too close for comfort. And obviously, most of you, um, said that it was. And I totally agree with you. Uh, and that's the, and the thing is, I feel like when stories like this come out, it's even better for the knockoffs because people then know, oh, this is where I can go and get a low cost version of this expensive thing that I like. Um, Since the other man said, I have never seen an ad for Shein. Well, I also go look at their website a lot. I don't necessarily purchase. But, you know, they have, like, um, the pixels and stuff. And once you go to their website, like yesterday when we were talking about the Manscaped products, I have been seeing ads for Manscaped all day, you know, as I go about my internet musings. Okay? So, so yeah. So, Doc Martens is going against... Shein, I'm, I'm, I feel like Doc Martin is going to win because they've got, they've got the design patent already or the design trademark. And Shein is known for this. This is not the first time Shein is being sued for violating people's copyrights for their trademarks and things like that, because that is what Shein is known for. Low cost clothing alternatives. All right. Um, Yeah, and that's why it's really hard for a lot of designers. Unless you create your own fabric or a very unique pattern, it's really hard to protect your work in the fashion world. All right? Um, So those were the stories that I wanted to share with you guys on this evening. Um, If you have any questions on the stories that we covered, now is your time to ask. We talked about um, TSA um, having to pay a uh, security point $134 million for their, um, tray handling system. We talked about 45 and his new social network and his new trademarks. We talk, oh, shoot. I forgot a story, y'all. Oh my God. How did I even forget about this? Whew. Excuse me. I could not let this story go. Thank God I went through everything. Last story of the evening, I can't believe this, because y'all were being real bougie with me, oh thank you Kels, y'all were being real bougie with me in the stories today, I asked you guys what your favorite two live crew song was, and nobody answered, I put my answer in, my favorite two live crew song is Hoochie Mama, okay, um, like the song is fun, it's funny, and I love it. So, I'm going to give y'all one more chance. Uh, You know, if y'all want to be bougie, keep being bougie. But what is your favorite 2 Live Crew song? Tell me your favorite 2 Live Crew song. Or, if you don't have a favorite 2 Live Crew song, name one member of 2 Live Crew. And that should be very easy. If you don't have a favorite 2 Live Crew song name one member of 2 Live Crew. Since they're 39, I do not want to hear that you don't know a member of 2 Live Crew. Kels brother, how old are you? Are you old enough to watch this show? (laughs) Yes, Trista! Pop that! I'm not going to say it because my mama watched this show, but pop that! Um... Minus who she mama, that Brandon guy said me so horny, um, butter says she don't know who 2 Live Crew is, thank you Tristan Bradford, Uncle Luke is one of the founding members of, um, (coughs) of, uh, of uh, of 2 Live Crew, right, um, Uncle Luke was actually, he actually went to the Supreme Court over his music because they were trying to ban his music, from the airwaves, and he would go to the Supreme Court to fight for, you know, free speech. <clears throat> yes, the nastiest uncle at the picnic, Uncle Luke. All right. Um, well, two live crew, you know, they've, they've continued to stay relevant throughout, um, throughout the decades, including Uncle Luke. Uh, but at a, a while ago, about 30 years ago, in 1995, or the early 90s, Two Live Crew Records was not doing well, or Luke Records, we should call them, because they were signed to to Luke's label, Luke Records. Luke Records was not doing well in the early 90s, and they sold their catalog to another record company called Little Joe Records, okay? So, um, Little Joe Records, they purchased um, Two Live's crew catalog in 1995, along with the trademarks um copyrights all of that stuff. So they owned everything that belonged to Two Live Crew. Now, fast forward, we're in 2021. I told you guys that there is a copyright provision that um allows uh creators to get their copyrights back after a certain amount of time if they have signed them away, right? So it since 1995 it's been 25 20 25. How many years has it been since 1995? Somebody help me. Anyway, um, but basically two live crews went to little, little Joe records and was like, Hey, um, our, um, contract, our, our copyright agreement, whatever the sale, it it's coming to an end soon. And we're letting you know right now that we plan on applying Thank you. Okay, 26 years. They, they said, uh, Little Joe Records, we're just letting you know that we plan on applying to get all of our stuff back. We want our catalog back. We want our masters. We want our trademarks. They let them know. And Little Joe Records is like, no. They're basically trying to say, um, Two Life Crew doesn't own any of the catalog. They don't own any of the works. That it was a work for hire. So Little Joe Records is basically saying, 2 Live Crew was hired to make this music, and they sold the rights, and they have no right to it. So that is the argument that they are saying right now. So I want to know from you guys, whether you're an Uncle Luke fan or not, what do you think about this? Do you think that 2 Live Crew was hired to make this music, or was it music that they were making that just caught on? Is Lil' Joe Records... Um, Do they have a valid argument, or are they just trying to hold on to their investment because they purchased the catalog 26 years ago? What do you think about this? Was 2 Live Crew a work for hire, or was this something that they created and someone else was able to purchase because they were in financial hardship? (coughs) Let me know, let me know. Mm -mm -mm -mm. What do you think about this? Does um, Should Uncle Luke get back his things, or should it stay in the hands of Lil' Joe Records? Because they did sell it. There's no dispute that they sold the rights. But what they're saying is, hey, we have this copyright provision that allows us to reclaim our rights. So... Do they deserve? Do they deserve to get it back? Okay, we obviously know that they're not trying to let it go, Brandon Guy. But does Uncle Luke and the two live crew? Do they deserve to get this back? Was it a work for hire, or was it something that they created and they sold? Kels Butter said, "No, I don't think they were a work for hire that long." No, give him his stuff back. Okay, so Kels Butter is on Uncle Luke's side. Trista Bradford said, nobody is hiring musicians whose music was banned everywhere. Give that back. <clears throat> well, Trista, I think 2Live Crew, they're doing good now. Like, uh, or the, I should say they're doing well. Who? My English. Um, you know, yes, they, they were very controversial, but. Considering how music has become these days, I don't feel like 2 Live Crew, you know, is going to be banned anywhere. They were banned in the past. Um, Scales Butter said, yeah, they do deserve to get it back. Um, I'm totally with you guys. Uncle Luke and Two Live Crew, whether you appreciate their music or not, they did pave the way for free speech and music, they did create, um, you know, and make popular, a particular style of, you know, party music, and they were change makers in on the music scene, and they deserve to get their things back. So, um, I think, you know, I hope that Two Live Crew is able to get their things back, and, you know, they can make the money that they deserve. So... Now, <laughs> we can close out for the evening. I cannot believe I forgot, um, since the other night said they sold it and now they want it back. Yes, so in 1995, Luke Records was in financial hardship they, um, and Lil Joe Records purchased their catalog and things like that, right? But again, there is a copyright provision that allows a creator to get their copyrights back after a certain amount of time. Um, uh, Trisha said, right, it's irrelevant now, but not then. Right, back then, too Live who couldn't play nowhere. Butter said, well, they will fit right in now because a bunch of people are saying all kinds of stuff in their song. Right, exactly. So I'm sure there is like, you know, South Florida, you know, party music, reunion tours, whatever, and Uncle Luke is headlining them, Right. Um, but they would make so much more money if they had the rights to their catalog back. Right. Okay. So I hope that they do get it back because, you know, they, they, they were innovators and change makers in music. Um, that Brandon, that Brandon guy said, give uncle Lucas stuff back. That's right. Um, he, he went all the way to the Supreme court y'all. This man from, I don't know, somewhere, South Florida. Was he, is he from Liberty City? To the Supreme Court to fight for your right to say what you want in your music. Um, Kel's brother said, I hope they get it back as well. Me too. So those were the stories that I wanted to share with you guys tonight. Um, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me. (laughs) You know, I almost forgot the last story. Um, We will be back tomorrow night with more stories. If you find something that you want me to talk about, You know how to get it to me, send it to the inbox. Um, Make sure that you are booking your one-on-one appointments with me, okay? I will, um, because I'm going to stop taking appointments probably mid-December for 2021. Uh, What else do I want to tell you guys? Make sure that you have picked up the Nonprofit Entities eBook. It is giving season. A lot of you are either going to be trying to do, you know, charity work or donate to charity work. And you want to make sure that you are, you know, either setting up or donating to an organization that is properly formed. So pick up the Non-Entities uh, e-book, uh, the Non-Profit Entities e book the nonprofit entities e book today. It's only $9.97. Um, yeah, so this is where I leave you. Have a wonderful night. Take care of yourselves, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.